We're back. This is the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith and Denon Kemp. Get the camper trailer tough enough for Australia. The Super Tough Adventure Kings Camper. Available at fourwheeldrivesupercentre.com.au and Best Sheds. Or even better sheds. Thanks to Best Sheds massive spring savings. Bestsheds.com.au Good afternoon and welcome to the Captain's Run I'm feeling so good because it's finals footy. Smithy, speak to me. How are you feeling, buddy? <laughs> Kempi, what a weekend. What a first weekend of finals footy. The Storm, obviously, up on Friday night, just their, oh, their clinical self mm. um, against Manly. I was a little bit disappointed with Manly um, with with their first up effort. It was, it was like they, were, they felt like they were still in the regular season, like they played against the Cowboys and they just they just weren't ready to, to start and play with the, the intensity needed um, of a finals uh, game, but I'm sure they'll bounce back. They got you know the great Tommy Turbo playing for them, and and Des Hasler, who's been there plenty of times before. Fantastic matches across um, the Saturday. Of course, the Rabbitohs upsetting the mighty Panthers. Everyone thought it was just going to be without Latrell Mitchell. Penrith are just going to walk into a prelim, but your old coach, old Longneck, he he got the job done for him. Um, and and the and the game I thought was just so, like the the match of the round was was uh, Gold Coast Titans versus the Roosters. Wow, um, where the, there was a chance for the Titans to to win that match to steal it from the Roosters' um, hands in in the dying seconds of the match, but wasn't to be. And then uh, yeah, Parramatta took took care of Newey, and we're down to six. Mate, it was such a good. I was worried coming into this finals series because we'd had so many blowouts through the year. I thought, mm. please don't go to finals footy and there's these huge blowouts and we're all sitting <laughs> yeah. here going, oh, my God, turn it off at half time. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine that? But the quality of – it's just – it feels like every year we never fail to deliver – or not we, but the players never fail to deliver high-quality footy when finals footy rolls around. It's just a different beast, eh, Smithy? Mm. Well, it is, mate, yeah. And and they all know that it's a it's another step up and the, and the coaches have them, you know, sort of ready to go and – the quality of footy, as I said, was great. The the, the Titans Roosters match, it sort of the first fifteen twenty minutes, it just it looked like both teams were trying to you know settle a few nerves. It was an elimination final, of course, um, and but once once they sort of got you know the, the the footy out of the way, the first twenty minutes and and all the nerves sort of disappeared. It, it was it was great. Open footy played really fast in Townsville. It was a warm day. It was it was about twenty four degrees when they kicked off. And uh, yeah, look, the, as you said, mate, the, the the intensity that they played at, the speed in which it was played at, was just fantastic. So I'm looking forward to this weekend. We got uh, some huge clashes oh, coming up mate. Um, this weekend. Both ga- both games being played in Mackay, of course. Um, but you know, can't wait to to see what uh, what unfolds. Man, talk about finals footy and you know things ratcheting up a gear. Talk about pressure in press conferences. We had the Ivan Cleary, Wayne Bennett <laughs> yeah. saga for the ages. Uh, so just, yeah. to, just to recap for some people that have been living under a rock for the last week. Uh, <laughs> basically, so three weeks ago, privately, Wayne went to the referees' bosses after they had lost to Penrith. Within yes. his right, every, every coach does this. They go to the refs yep. and say, here's exactly. some footage. May you please explain what the interpretation is with the rule here. All privately mm-hmm. done. All done yep. behind the scenes. It is within the coach's right. Then, as the lead-up came to this week of footy with Penrith versus Rabbitohs, Ivan Cleary publicly said that he felt that um, Nathan Cleary may be illegally uh, targeted for his kick when you know people are putting quick yeah, pressure kicking. on him. Yep. Anyway, the rest ensured. Wayne Bennett 
return serve. Then after the, the game, Ivan Cleary came out again and said, you know, Wayne Bennett and other coaches, including myself, shouldn't be able to manipulate the uh, referees before the game. Then Rain Bennett returned served again. <laughs> mate, speak to me, Smithy. What went your, on and on. Mate, what are your thoughts about the, the saga of Cleary and Bennett? Well, in the end, it was it was the master that, that won, wasn't it? Mm. And 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 he's. it's probably better for, for you to comment on this, uh, Kempe, given you know, he was your coach for a few seasons. But um, he, he's got this great ability just to, to identify when – you know, his team may be feeling a little bit of pressure or, you know, a particular player or um, someone in around the squad is, is maybe, you know, not at their best or feeling, you know, some sort of nervousness around their matches. And he will come out and take the entire spotlight, take the heat out of the team and mm. take the spotlight and, and shine it on himself. He's just got that great ability. And there's no doubt in my mind that that's what he did. Yeah. Now, he had obviously Luttrell... Um, Mitchell suspended for the entire uh, final series, and there was a lot of talk about, well, you know, South's are gone. They can't do it without him. Look at their first matchup. They're playing Penrith. Young fella, Taft playing at fullback. Um, what, he played one match leading into the finals. It's just, it's classic Wayne Bennett where he just said, well, I'm going to take the entire focus away from my football side and this young man and put it on myself. So there was, in the last two days uh, to that uh, leading up to that game, hardly spoke about the teams yeah. or the players or what was going to involve in the game. It was it was Bennett versus Cleary and, and, you know, the two coaches having a go at each other. But we've seen from the weekend that they just they just completely um, ambushed Penrith. Um, young Taff at the back, he had a cracker of a game. And that's – that's it's being a great coach, it shows, being a great coach is not just about your ability to um, – you know, come up with game plans and, and, and tactics and all this sort of stuff. It's about managing your squad and having them in the right frame of mind in, to, to play in these big matches. And he certainly did that on the weekend. Oh, absolutely. And Wayne is the, – the interesting thing about Wayne's career is that, you know, when you've got guys like Bellamy or even a Robinson to an extent, mm. they haven't really – some circumstances they have, but most yep. in most cases their footy does the talking in the sense that they're always winning so their job is never under pressure – Wayne has had some lean years, and yet he's always managed to manage the media and the. You mm. know, he's he's a lot of other coaches. For example, you look at like Des Hasler. He went to yep. the Bulldogs, and he was a super coach at that point. Things mm. went wrong in the Bulldogs, and the the media and and whoever was, I guess, in the um, against Des and and his um, decisions at the Bulldogs made Des look like he'd done all these terrible things, and he was a bad coach. Yeah. And so there was yeah. a, a narrative that Des couldn't coach. Uh, whereas you look at Wayne, he's managed, he would never allow that to happen. And, and why I say that is when you talk about masters of the media and masters of narrative, Wayne yep. is that guy. Oh, absolutely, mate. And, and, it's, and it comes with experience. Like he's, he's been in the game for so long. He's won seven premierships. So he actually knows how to handle the media and, and manage, um, you know, his, his, uh, you know, the storyline around him as coach and, mm. and what's happening in his club. So, you know, that's that's just another skill that he has compared to someone like an Ivan Cleary who's just, you know, well, relatively new to a head coaching role. I know he's been in there for, you know, several hundred games now. But, um, you know, it's it's an ability that he's been able to build over time. And, and not every coach is going to have that ability mm. to be able to, you know, talk to that me- media that way and, and 
and uh, you know build stories around you know your squad and your coaching and what you're what you're doing and and whatnot and and just yeah be able to manage the entire situation. But he's certainly mastered it, Wayne. And and again, you know, you look back at last year's Origin series where Queensland were. were mm-hmm said that this is the worst squad ever assembled in a Queensland jumper. They're no chance. Well, look what happened there. Mm. He just made them believe. He took all the pressure away from the players to allow them just to go out and enjoy themselves and, and do what they do best, and they come up with a series victory. Well, you know, if you're, if you're a Rabbitohs fan, geez, you've got to be very happy at the moment. And, and, and look, they're, they're one game away from now what is going to be, you know, a possible grand final um, game for them this year. And... Like I, I get like the whole fairy tales and all that sort of stuff, but you think about it, like it's Wayne's last year at the Rabbitohs and Adam Reynolds too. Yep. Who started his career there, who's a junior at Redfern, and wouldn't it be a great way to send those two players out with with a grand final? Absolutely. Now, if you're on the Penrith side of things, you know, with your experience as a captain and you've obviously been through pretty much everything there is to go with rugby league, hmm. you've you've also been captain of a side that has massive expectations placed on them. So I'm sure you've been mm. in situations where you haven't met those expectations, so the pressure mounts even more. Yep. Pen, Penrith are now sitting in a position, a real, real possibility, where they get bounced out, two losses in a row, and they've yeah. gone from breaking a bunch of records, having, over the last t- uh, two years, they've essentially had mm. the best record in the modern era of rugby league, but they've got nothing yeah. to show for it. What would you say as a captain of that side to get everything back to, to ground level? Well, well, I just, I just talk about, you know, what you can control or what we can control. It's, it's not about, it's not about what the media or, um, you know, the fans of of the game or the general public say about us and and what we should be doing or when we should be winning or how many points we should be winning by, because that's just that's 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 you can't control that stuff. You can't control people's opinions. What you can control is your own performances, and, and and in particular the way you prepare for each game. Now, there's no like you should have an air of confidence about your own ability and and your team's ability, and be confident that when you go out and you go and play well, that you should win. But you know, and I'm not for one second saying that you know the Penrith side go out in the field every week and just think it's going to happen, but. You know, you gotta you gotta also understand that there's a lot of work that goes into it, and just because of you know the season that they had last year, they they won 17 games in a row. There was a lot of talk, a lot of talk about you know that this team is is you know they're very young, they've they've grown up together, they can build some sort of dynasty. Sometimes you can fall into the trap of listening, listening to the outside noise. Mm. Absolutely. And just believing it and thinking that, oh, well, I'll, pu- I'll pull on my, my, Penrith, my Penrith jersey, I'll go out in the field and we'll just win because we're better than everyone else. Well, no, you've got to go out there. you actually got to go out there and earn the victories. Mm. Even the, you, you, may, you may well be the best football type side in this competition, but the victories aren't going to be handed to you by anyone. Particularly now when we're in the last three weeks of this competition, um, because there are some good footy sides left in, in this comp. Well, they're the, they're the six best teams left in the comp, obviously. And, you know, if they, they've got a tough game this week against Parramatta, and if they're, if they're lucky enough to get through that one, they then face Melbourne. Wow. Wow. So, it's, mate, honestly. It's a it, tough road for them now. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and the thing with the Penrith Panthers, you, you hit the nail on the head. They're a young side. So, 
there can be a tendency to kind of expect results, but results are never owed to you in any. You've got to earn it every single time you step on the field. But we will talk mm. more all things footy after the break. Don't forget to send us a text 0457 736 736. This is the captain's run with Cameron Smith. For best sheds, save big with best sheds. Massive spring sale. And the super, super tough Adventure Kings camper trailer. Tough enough for Australia. Back shortly on SEN. We're back. This is the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith and Denon Kemp. Get the camper trailer tough enough for Australia. The Super Tough Adventure Kings Camper. Available at fourwheeldrivesupercenter.com.au and Best Sheds. Or even better sheds. Thanks to Best Sheds massive spring savings. Bestsheds.com.au Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith on SEN. Make sure to download the app if you haven't. Oh, it's also it's brought to you by Bloke in a Bar as well. Grab a case of Bloke in a Bar if you'd like. If you don't like it, I'll be quiet and you can do whatever you want. Drink another beer. But if you do like it, <laughs> grab a case of Bloke in a Bar. But we have some text <laughs> moves. Oh, here we yes. go. Here yes. we go. Turn it up. Turn it up. I'm just a young, I'm a young battler from out the back of my G just doing my best. None of this ka-ching stuff. <laughs> now, uh, we've got some text, Smithy. We've got some text. We've got uh, yes. a text in, should Selwyn Cobbo be playing fullback over Tessie New next year? Uh, mm. Personally, I think that don't rush him. He's got plenty. Of, yeah. he's, he's still a teenager. Why put all that pressure on him? He's doing so yeah. well uh, out at the centres that why would you potentially scar a kid that could be yeah. one in like a generational player? That's I, I think that he has a potential to be very similar to you guys like Latrell, you guys like Gio. I'm not saying he is that, but he does remind me sometimes with his size, and his strength. What do you think, Smithy? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with you, mate. And it's a it's a big role that they, you play at number one now. Like it's a lot of people regarded as the most important uh, position uh, in a football side now. Um, and and to be fair, like Tessie knew has has actually played well this year also. Mm. So I think he deserves an opportunity to be back there um, again next year. So yeah, I think uh, for Selwyn, I, I think a centre position next year certainly to be able to just settle into first grade is is probably where he needs to be. He's a he's a textile like. Smithy, yes. I hated you when you were a player just due to the fact that you were an absolute gun, but your expertise in the media side is of goat status. I want oh. to, the goat status. You're the goat. The Who's goat that of media. From? That's, um, that's from Cameron Smith's mum. That's strange. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, <laughs> thanks, mum. Appreciate that. <laughs> uh, I want to know uh, what you guys think uh, with the GF Storm and Panthers, clear best two teams. Um, so do, we, do you think that it'll be – who do you think will be in, this, in the grand final? Well, um, it, it can't be Storm Panthers anymore. It, it, it just cannot be yep. because um, after losing in their first match, uh, Penrith, now they, they, they actually switch sides of the finals draw and uh, whoever wins out of themselves in Parramatta actually take on Melbourne in a prelim mm. uh, to go in the grand final. So that was, that was a little bit of talk um, leading into that first week of finals, Campy, was that um, you know people were just hoping – that that didn't happen. They wanted to see the showdown. They wanted to see the rematch between Storm and Penrith yep. again. Um, but that that won't happen now. We're, we're going to see them possibly in a prelim if Penrith win now. Um, I actually feel as though, you know, from the games on the weekend and where where the finals are at now, I, I feel as though it's it's Melbourne um, and the Rabbitohs. I really do. Could you imagine? Now another question. Hey, blokes, long time listener. I've had mates play Storm under twenties team years ago. And heard that Bellyache had a saying, head on a platter. Was just wondering if there was any truth to this. Well, he, he certainly does um, target 
uh, a particular player, um, particularly in these big games. And no doubt on the weekend, it was Tommy. Mm. You know, Tommy had a, a yeah, what were we saying last week? It, it was, stats-wise, it was like the, the greatest game ever. Yep. And then, you know, he turns up Friday night against Melbourne and, and has very little impact. So, you know, that's, that's where um, Craig is, is very good in these big matches and against the quality players. And it's not about, it's not about taking that player out of the game. It's, it's about minimising the impact mm. or the influence more so that he has on his team. Now, we, we've all seen, you know, the performances of Tommy this year and, and what he's been able to do for that manly side. They've, they've lost. How many games have they lost when he's been playing? Two maybe this year? Yeah, small. very, And it's been against top two, four sides. Yeah, so he's got a huge influence on the way that team plays. And, and you know, Craig identifies that and says, well, righto, let's go after this guy and, and just try and minimize the impact he has. And that'll go a long way to us winning. Uh, here's another text. Get a goat and beak tacos and usos. We've got one of the boys here. The Paul Nation was here. Um, back in your playing days, just wanted to ask, what was your guys' preparation during the week leading into finals? What was your Smithy? Mm. Well, I just – I didn't really change a whole heap, but I just had to make sure I had a really strong understanding of, of what was needed from the coach, you know, in my role that for that week in particular. But um, I'd, I'd make sure I do a little bit more homework on the opposition and things that they'd done leading up to that match over the past, you know, fortnight, uh, their previous two games, and and any trends that I seen in a lot of the positive stuff that that they were doing, particularly you know through line breaks or points scored, you know, some some areas of of defence where I thought that you know we could probably um, you know try and get some good things happening for us. That's where I'd probably do a little bit more work. But as far as, you know, changing my preparation, I didn't change it too much. Yeah, I mean, I was similar. I was of the very much of, especially early in my career, I would make sure I had no mental distractions. So no one was allowed to text me on game day or talk to me on game day that was outside of the playing group. Bit of a weird one. Really? Yeah, really? yeah. Everyone knew it. My whole family knew it. If you text me, I'm blowing up. <laughs> um, did the phone go off? No, no, no one did. No, everyone, like, trust me, if you text me on the game day uh, earlier in my career, I would be filthy because <laughs> I just needed a mentally clear space. I needed to be so focused. And I think it's a little bit yeah, different. Right. Well, it's a little bit different to me because, with me, I think, was because I'd only been playing rugby league for two and a half years when I like was yeah. playing NRL. So it was all the, the anxiety of learning a game whilst playing NRL. Yeah. It was very, it's very hard for me to be calm during a game because everyone, like even just holding the ball, the way you hold the ball, little like knowing when to offload, all those things you learn through motor skills as you're younger. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, I never yeah. got that. Whereas like if you kicked a soccer ball to me, I, I've actually got better Sweet. motor skills. Yeah. Cause I did that all growing up. So that was uh, my preparation uh, growing up. But we have huge, huge news. Allegedly, reportedly, whatever word you want to use that weasels you out of locking you into something, Billy Slater <laughs> <laughs> Billy Slater has been offered a three-year deal by the Queensland Maroons to coach as a head coach. What are your thoughts, Smithy? Oh, oh look, mate, I, I think that's uh, – it's not a surprise. I, I've, I've been saying that um, for anyone that's been asking me over, over the last you know sort of week uh, whether Billy would – get offered the job or whether he get the job. I just thought it's common sense because um, what only 12 months ago, maybe a little bit less than 12 months, he, he was actually um, was in the conversation to have the role for 2021. Mm. You know, as we know now, Paul Green 
was given that job, but because he was in that conversation, I just I, I just thought it was it was common sense that the QR, QRL would then go back to Billy. He's not affiliated, or or he doesn't um, have any aspirations that I know of um, to be uh, an NRL head coach, which was I think what was the main concern for the QRL, wasn't mm, it? Yeah, out of out of you know the 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 Paul Green um, stepping aside. Um, so, you know, that, that, that sort of cleared the way for Billy to, to take over. So it's, is it confirmed as he, has he actually committed to the role yet? And, and I'm being honest here. I haven't spoken to Billy, um, about, about this and whether he's committed to it or not. Um, well, I, I'm not sure he was I committed. I don't think he has. No, yeah, I, I, like don't... I, I don't think he has. I haven't seen anything about that. So, um, yeah, we're not saying that, you know, Billy is the new Queensland coach. It's just, I think it's been offered, and he'll certainly consider it. I, I think he will because he's every time I've spoken to him about you know the Queensland Maroons, you know he's very passionate about uh, the, the the football team. He's very passionate about the state and the jersey, and he's he's a guy that wants to help out. You know, he's a he's a guy that you know wants to get in there and, and give his knowledge or share his knowledge to a lot of these young guys. You know, starting out their Origin careers, you know, for Queensland. Yeah, what I love about the offer, if it is, you know, three years, I love the, th- the fact that it is three years. Give him an opportunity to mm. build his systems, to build a culture that he wants to build, to bring in yep. game plans that he wants to bring in, staff, all of that kind of stuff. But we have to go to a break, so don't forget to send us a text anytime, o- anytime, 0457 736 736. This is a captain's run with Cameron Smith. For Best Sheds, save big with Best Sheds' massive spring sale and the super tough Adventure Kings camper trail. Tough enough for Australia. Back shortly on SEN. We're back. This is the captain's run with Cameron Smith and Denon Kemp. Get the camper trailer tough enough for Australia. The super tough Adventure Kings camper. Available at fourwheeldrivesupercentre.com.au and Best Sheds. Or even better sheds. Thanks to Best Sheds' massive spring savings. Bestsheds.com.au Four five seven seven three six seven three six. Hey, Kempi and Smithy, curious for your opinion on last Friday's game between Manly and Storm. What do you think Manly need to do potentially to ensure they make it to the GF? Well, they they really need to change their preparation. I, I said off the uh, start of the show, Kempi, that I, I just I was sitting on the sideline, right? I was sitting on the sideline for that game, and they they just they either looked completely outclassed by Melbourne or they just looked like they weren't ready for the contest. Mm. I'd, 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 you know, I'd like to think that you know, they're in there and they can compete with the best teams. Um, but I, I just think that they, they weren't ready. I, I think they come off a great win against the Cowboys and thought, well, you know, we're, we're flying at the moment. We'll be okay. And they just come out and they were, they were given a lesson by Melbourne on how to play finals football. There was just – it seemed as though there was a lack of intensity – a lack of concentration, like a lot of errors, a lot of errors by, you know, some players in, in the Manly side, which just gave away field position. It just released pressure on Melbourne. They didn't really build pressure on Melbourne, to be honest. Mm. And, you know, you do that against a, a, a Storm side, particularly in finals time, they, they're going to make you pay, and they did big time. Yeah, I think that they came into that game expecting to just score points at will, and they, they seemed a bit over-eager to get points yep. rather than build pressure. That first 20 minutes was... Very surprising. Yep. I thought that, you know, with DC having played so many big games, he would understand that we just need to get – don't even think about tries in that first 20 minutes. Let's just build pressure, 
we can score points. It's not. It's not a. You know what I mean? It's yep. not somewhere. They're not a team where you could look at the Eels and you could you could say, yeah. oh, the Eels may get a bit panicky because they struggle to score points sometimes, but not Manly. You know. Yeah, and 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 too like in fine in the big games when there when there is you know a bit more pressure on you to perform then if you, if you're worried about the result or worry about the scoreboard it tends to take your focus and your mindset away from the, the job at hand mm. and what you've spoken about all week and talking about the game plan because if things don't go your way or they go the way you planned it to particularly early on like Melbourne scored a try off the back of a, a knock on um, against the runner play they score six points they go down again and score another six pretty pretty quickly soon after. Um, and then all of a sudden you're looking up the scoreboard going, hang on a minute, mm. this wasn't in this wasn't in the playbook. This yep. wasn't in the preparation, in the meetings and that. It's 12-0 and then all of a sudden you just, your, your mind goes. Mm. Mate, absolutely. It, and it definitely looked, it looked exactly that's what happened. They all of a sudden mm. went, oh my God, we're so far behind. <laughs> Let's start, you know, offloading. Let's start kicking. So yeah, it was a, a very interesting game to watch. I think they still have the, the potential to make the grand final, but... They need to, you know, go back to – it sounds very cliche, but go back to basics and build the pressure. Um, mm. Now, Sam Verrills has been given a two-week suspension after trying mm. to challenge a careless high tackle. I think it was a grade two. Yep. Yep. Now, what do you think about this, Smithy? Do you think – like, do you do you think that finals footy should be graded differently or do you just think let's be consistent throughout <laughs> the whole year? Oh, mate, I, well, you're asking a person. <laughs> I, I got two weeks wow. in 2008 yep, uh, in, yep. that, in that great game that we, both you and I were a part of. Mm. Um, so I, I was I missed the prelim and a, um, and a grand final uh, through suspension. So, look, it, it's a hard one. There, there's a lot of people and a lot of people that have played the game for a long time that have, set, that have come out and, and said over the years, you know, finals should be – and origins, you know, they should be graded differently and – um, you know, the, the points given, uh, you know, for a charge should be different. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a difficult one because, you know, why is it different? It's, it's a match and, and, and you've done the wrong thing. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure Sam Verrills and everyone involved at the Roosters can see that, you know, he, he hit, um, he hit him high. He got him square in the face. Like yeah. he got, uh, um, Brian Kelly square on the nose on the beak. You don't want that. Trust me. R- right on the beak, mate. You'd, you'd understand how <laughs> yep. much pain that is when you, when you get a knock there, but um, it's a hard one. And you know, they went into contest the grading. I think it was um, to try and minimize the, the length of the suspension, but you know, they've, they've upheld it and you know, they've, he's copped two weeks now. So it's a big out. It's a big out and they've been dealing with it all year. I, I guess that's if they, if they, yeah, if there's one positive out of it, which you know, you, you probably there's not many for Roosters fans, and particularly the team, they've actually managed to do well all to, you know, throughout this entire year with suspensions and injuries. Mm. So when a man goes down, another one comes in, and they just come in and do their job. So um, big game. This is a huge game, huge game. You know, for Roosters and particularly their their big players. I, I thought the other night when the Titans seemed like they were starting to. You know, get a bit of a grasp on the game and, and take control of the match. Tedesco, um, Victor, the inflictor, Jared Weir, Hargraves, you know, all the experienced big-name players, they all stood up and, and turned the game around for the Roosters. Mm. Oh, mate, absolutely. And, and with the Verrill thing, I, I, consider this, Smithy. Would you mm. be open to finals yes. footy or origin, but mainly finals footy, oh, finals footy and origin, that mm. let's say... Beryl's situation happens and you can see that there's no intent. Yes, he did connect him high. So, 
you know, he should miss weeks. But in saying that, finals footy is a little bit different. What if he mm-hmm. served his suspension at the start of next year and you you kind of eat into your next season thoughts? Yeah, yeah I, I can see that. But then you could probably say, what if what if Sam Verrills was going to the Broncos? Mm. Then the Broncos are penalised. That's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. Well, you so shut that, that down, of... so don't worry about that one, guys. <laughs> don't worry about it. I've been thinking about that all night. I've been had that, had, had that in my bloody back pocket. I thought Smithy's going to love this one. One of the greatest players to ever play the game is going to love this one. I even said to my missus, I said, I've got this great idea. Smithy's going to love it. Now it's just gone. I do like it, but no. it just wouldn't work, mate. You know? End of the show. I'm done. That's just, this is, this is... <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Um, but it's a, it's a big game, mate, this weekend. Yeah. It's... Um, they uh, they're coming up against Manly, who will be. I'd like to think they're going to be completely different um, football side to what we've seen the first week. The, I think they would have been, you know, sort of spoken to quite uh, quite swiftly by Desi after that game on the weekend, and just said, "Hey, boys, we need to change things very quickly. We need to get our heads on for this match because it, it's do or die for all of them now. Mm. Like, there's no second chances for any team." Yep. And uh, I'd like to think that um, Manly will fancy their chances this week. I, I really do. I, I think they'll fancy their chances by a, a Roosters side who are missing a lot of players. But the thing that makes it interesting is is, is the attitude that the Roosters have, uh, will take into this game and they've taken into every game this year is that they're not focused on who's not there. Mm. The, all they're worrying about is who is there and who can come out and play well and get another victory for them. Oh, mate, their, their, their ability to, regardless of talent, you mm. buy into what you have to do on the field. You know what I mean? A lot of, I think, yeah, of course, mate. especially the, the teams that struggle a bit, they're so concerned about, oh, we don't have this guy or we don't have the Tedesco or Tom Dravojevic, whereas the Roosters, no, don't get me wrong, they still have a high-quality team. But even the players that are rookies and may not be superstars, they mm-hmm. still go on and give you a satisfactory or above performance. Um, and I just think it's such a testament to their culture as a club that you can get guys that aren't at the peak of their game, but they can still deliver top four quality footy. Yep. Um, oh, I agree, I agree, mate. Yep. Good point. Um, now, with, just quickly with the Eels, where, where, where do you think the Eels are after watching? You know, they, they nearly lost to the, the Knights, but I felt like they did have control of the game for most of the game. Yeah, and, and they probably did what they had to do um, to get – past Newey the other night, I'm, I'm still not convinced. Mm, now, okay. and all, I'm making that, and I'm giving that opinion based on the form lines of all these teams coming into the finals. Now, I pointed that out against um, uh, the Manly Seagulls, you know, the form line they took into the game against Melbourne, where they had some great victories and they scored a lot of points, but the opposition they played were, it's a big difference between those teams and Melbourne. Mm. Now, Parramatta, they, yes, they got a victory, um, but it, it was against the Newcastle side, mate, that just they haven't been playing well. Mm. And it, it, was, it was great for them and great for the people of Newcastle that they made the final series. But I'm, I'm sure, you know, and, and their coach Adam O'Brien would agree that, you know, they didn't take sort of great form into the final series. Like they were sort of, you know, bumbling and stumbling their way through games. They were beaten by Brisbane. Um, the week before the first semi, you know, they they just beat Brisbane maybe three weeks before. They only just beat the Titans. They were doing, you know, just enough to win these matches. So, you know, for Parramatta to then, you know, beat them by, what was it, six points, eight points, 
they now face a different prospect taking on Penrith. Oh, now, I, I, I think Penrith will be, again, a better a better side than what they were last week. Um, although, I don't know, a lot of people may disagree with me here. I don't know what your thoughts are, but I, I, I just don't think Penrith are playing at the same level as they were last year. Yeah, no, I agree. I just don't think they are. I, I, I agree. Now, I, I do think they're closer. They're not too far away, but you're right. But we have to go to a break. After the, the break, we will obviously be joined by the great Tristan from Top Sport. This is a captain's run with Cameron Smith for Best Sheds. Save big with Best Sheds, massive spring sale, and the super tough Adventure Kings camper trailer. Tough enough for Australia. Back shortly on SEN. We're back. This is the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith and Denon Camp. Get the camper trailer tough enough for Australia. The super tough Adventure Kings camper. Available at fourwheeldrivesupercentre.com.au and Best Sheds. Or even better sheds. Thanks to Best Sheds massive spring savings. Bestsheds.com.au Time for an odds update. Top Sport, giving you top dollar for everything NRL. Gamble responsibly. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith on SEN. Make sure to download the app if you haven't. We have the great, I mean, the great Tristan on the line to give you odds. Now, just like my dating life, I can't promise returns, but I can promise a good time. I can promise a good time. What? Hey, Kevin, what returns are those? <laughs> any, good, any of the good kind. Any of the good kind. <laughs> hey, Tristo, how are you going? Good boys, I can guarantee you get better returns than Kempi's uh, dating life. <laughs> <laughs> I can't guarantee anything either. <laughs> uh, mate, uh, what... how's things, boys? We've yeah. got, we got a big week of footy ahead. It's been uh, some interesting games in week week one of the finals. Really uh, turned the premiership betting upside down. It was uh, very interesting, particularly the South Pan- mm. Panthers result. It was an amazing, uh, an amazing game. So we, we've got a new. We've got, Melbourne were. Favourites pre last week anyway, but they're in very short now at two oh five. The Panthers all the way wow. up to three dollars ninety, south into five dollars. They were wow. a massive firm, eleven dollars into five dollars. So that, that that that's the big movement, and it's uh, sets up for a really interesting couple of weeks ahead. So where where do you guys feel the uh, obviously Storm outright favourites? Do you think Penrith still warrant being second pick, or what's your thoughts? What do you think, Smithy? Oh look, I think they do. Just given what has has happened over the last couple of seasons and and they have been they have been clearly you know top two teams in the competition Melbourne and Penrith but um I think after the result on the weekend it's just it's it's a very hard road back after losing the first one now they got to go the long way I'm not saying it's impossible but they need to have a win this week and then face Melbourne Storm coming off a a week off who are going to be fresh and just you know Craig Bellamy have their eyes rolling in their head for that prelim yep um yeah, I just think it's going to be a long, long way from to get get back to that uh, grand final. Yeah, and, and that, that's what the market has indicated. And Melbourne actually got in as short as a dollar ninety after their dominant win against Manly, but obviously now having to, having to face Penrith a week early, they've drifted out to two hundred five. So um, yeah, it, it's uh, they are outright favourites, but it's going to be assuming Penrith get over the top of Parramatta, and they are a dollar twenty three to do so. It's a dollar twenty three Penrith. 425 Parramatta and 12 and a half. It's going to set up for an absolutely mm. fantastic prelim. And even uh, on the other side of the draw, Melbourne were dominant there against Manly, and it's now a dollar 29 Manly, 370 the Roosters in that game. Uh, so Mel- Manly are favoured to get through to the uh, to, to play uh, South, but that'll be a cracker as well. So really mm. looking forward to the uh, the few weeks ahead. Oh, I don't mind that 350 
sort of price around the Roosters. I really don't like if if they come out and they've been they've got eight premierships premiership players still playing in yep. that team. Absolutely. So they know how to win the big games. Manly and Tommy, if they don't come out and, and sort of start well and and they give Roosters a sniff, like that's that's good odds there. Mate, I agree. Particularly I... on the back of like they, they they just ducked over the line against the Titans, but they showed they can mm. win those tight games as well. So yeah. I think that's crucial. Three seventy in a two horse race when, as you say, all those premiership yeah. winners. Brent Robinson will have him really wound up for this game, so yeah, I, I, I agree. Eleven and a half as well. The total, the, the points start if, if you want to, if you think it's going to be a tight game. Oh. And so, any other? What about first tries? Anything? Have we got anything over the last few weeks at all? Hmm. We, we, we've got a bit of cash in the in the charity, account, <laughs> <laughs> but we're paddling oh. away. Campy, you've just whacked <laughs> him there. Oh, I said we. I said I said we. <laughs> this is hey, we all fail together, guys. Yes, we all yes, fail yes, together. That's true. <laughs> yes. But when we win, it's, I've, it's I've my pick. <laughs> I've got one today in the races, though, boys. It's the first starter out of the Wally Yard. It goes in only half an hour, so make sure you jump on there nice oh. and quickly. Antonio yep. Giovanni, first starter. J Mac on board. Chris Waller being four twenty into three twenty. Uh, four twenty into three twenty. Money around at first start. If it jumps out of barrier eight, I think it will be winning. So just let, let, let's let's go two hundred on the nose on the nose on that for the charity account, and uh, let's see if we can uh, start to spin things up. We're a bit unlucky there two starts ago. Well, I thought we were mm. home at eight or nine dollars, and I uh, just ran a nice second. So let, let's see how we go today. So that's Randwick, race one. Right. Race one, number one. Very easy to remember. Race one, number one, Antonio Giovanni. First starter out of the Waller Yard, J-Mac on board. I think will be very, very hard to beat. Mate, thank you so much again, Tristan. Really do appreciate it. Make sure if you're having a punt, punt with Top Sport. Also gamble responsibly, and we will see you next week, Tristan. See you, guys. See you, Tristan. Whether it's same-game multi or head-to-head betting, Top Sport gives you top dollar for everything NRL. Gamble responsibly. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. We've got a little bit of time left to give you a deep dive mm. into the games this week. Obviously, we've got the first game. We're both being played in Mackay. Both being played in Mackay. We've got the Sea Eagles mm-hmm. at 7.50 against the Roosters. What are your thoughts, Smithy? Well, yeah, I think a lot of people would be suggesting that Manly win this, um, given you know Verrill's suspension, um, yeah, the people that are out for the Roosters. But um, I actually think it's going to be close than what people think. Um, as I said, I, I'm just leaning on the way the Roosters have, have gone about things this year and particularly their big game experience. And they could quite easily find themselves in a prelim. The, the, the thing for me is that they've, like, Manly have got Tommy. Mm. Um, if he can find some space and some time with the football early, um, I, the Seagulls can go on with it. They're, they really can. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a difficult one to, to sort of tip here. Um, I'd, I'd probably lean towards Manly mm. just because of Tommy's um, influence on that footy side. And if he does come out and have one of his big games mm. – then that that could be the difference between the two sides. Although he, he's coming up against a, a man that's been there and done it plenty of times before in in Tedesco, but um, yeah, I, I'm going to tip. Oh, look, I'm going to I'm going to say Manly. I'm going to say Manly just. Yeah, look, I, I think Manly will get the win. I think Croker is a huge back in. You know, last time they had Lawton mm. uh, in the nine role, he hadn't played much nine all season there. Whereas Croker yes. has been, although he didn't start the year as a nine. He has developed into quite a solid nine. So I think Manly, mm-hmm. um, now on to the Penrith Panthers versus the Eels. What a cracking match. Who you got here? Uh, I've got Penrith just on the back of, you know, you need to you need to give, uh, you know, a good football side some respect. Mm. And, you know, they, they, were, they were beaten 
um, by a bunny side who were up for that challenge, and they played a they played a, a very good game of football to beat them. Uh, but I just feel Penrith will be too strong for for the Eels. Um, I hope that I hope it's a really close game. I really do. Uh, but I, I feel as though Penrith will be too good in this one. Yeah, this is going to be like it's it's tough because I actually thought Penrith were going to make a statement last week. I thought that was going to be the statement game. Here we are. We are a finals footy team. They didn't yes. seem to. So I'm I'm hoping. Well, I mean, I, I don't mind who wins, but I think that this will be a statement game for the Panthers. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what'll be be interesting. Craig Bellamy sitting back watching that game, mm. thinking, "Who are we going to take on? Are we going to take on Penrith, who finished second? Um, minor were minor premiers in 2020, the, the team we faced in the grand final, or is going to be Parramatta, mm. who we have Storm have not beaten this year? Crazy, crazy. They have not beaten, so I don't know who he'll want to play. Mate, it's uh, it's been another. We're not going to rush out of this captain's run. We're going to move out of it smooth and easy, baby. Smooth, yes. Smooth and easy. I'm relaxed. You're relaxed. <laughs> if you've missed anything from the show, make sure you download the SN app and grab the podcast. This has been the captain's run with Cameron Smith for Best Sheds are even better sheds. Thanks to Best Sheds Massive Spring Savings. Bestsheds.com.au. Catch you next week. Yeah. <laughs> We're back. This is the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith and Denon Kemp. Get the camper trailer tough enough for Australia. The super tough Adventure Kings camper. Available at fourwheeldrivesupercentre.com.au and Best Sheds. Or even better sheds. Thanks to Best Sheds Massive Spring Savings. Bestsheds.com.au